Hi, I'm Sandy Mackey. And I'm Al Curtis. And you are listening to Conversations with Ask the Pool Guy and Ask the Pool Girl. conversation with the pool folks we are we just to kind of get in the zone for doing this I had been posting updating posting some of our vintage customer clips of Paul and Erica you've probably seen that those recently came out on YouTube again I mean they've been there for a long time but I put them in a different place and re-uploaded anyway. Just talk about people that put into words the way that we feel about them. They're able to express the way that they feel about us. We built that pool in 2013 and like they're just the most spectacular people and they make me feel good just hearing what they said when we did some of the interviews with them before, which they felt compelled to do because they had watched some videos on our website and that's how they got to know us. And they wanted to also help other people understand. kind of understand mm -hmm. how we work and what their experience had been. And they are just amazing. Anyway, so like I'm kind of still whoo, just because... Like, I love them, and I love what they said, and I love that they were able to say it in such a way that it continues to speak to me anyway, all these well, years later. Well, you recognize, too, that what we what they said about us then is exactly who we are today. Yeah. Nothing's changed. And our philosophy hasn't changed. While we've grown as human beings, and we've grown as a company, mm -hmm. our overall philosophical perspective about client and business relationships and how they work together is all the same. Nothing's changed there. We've just become better at what we do and we expect more out of a customer than we ever did before. Right. Which is a difficult, kind of a difficult conundrum because while we're working really hard at growing as a company and as human beings, not everybody else is. Right. And so we have to keep continually stepping up our game, but then our expectation is that the customer is stepping up their game right. as well. And that's not always a fair well, let's, relationship at all thing. Let's talk through that just okay. a little bit mm -hmm. because we do try to... My guitar, by the way. Yeah, isn't that awesome? I like That's kind of fun. Um, so we do really try to explain our way and our philosophy. And even on those earlier videos from 2013 and even before that, you know, we're a fit for some people and we are not a fit for some other people. We find ourselves now more than ever in a conundrum of supply and demand building something so completely unique that there are not really many people no comparables in the world no. even mm -hmm. willing to start to try the way that we do things so we are just very special in that spot scaling up is not something that a is possible the way that we 
choose to do things. Um, and it's just not even an area of interest necessarily. No, you know, we no, wouldn't want to crank out projects. We really like having developed this lifestyle business that we can enjoy. And style of life business that we can enjoy. When we, well, it supports our lifestyles slash style of life. But yes, we do get into very different things, but I'll, 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 I'll let you go with that life. for now. Yes. In this case, I would say that they are the same, but they are very different things. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so we do our best to be very upfront about all of that to the point where we explain on the website very clearly what the different categories of pools are. And in recent weeks, we have had a couple of really interesting examples of how maybe a customer, potential customer, could uh, explore some areas of growth. I have, I have two specific things. And I think it's worth talking about because we're not right and they're not wrong. And we're not wrong and they're not right. The position we're that we different. come from mm -hmm. is we are who we are. And if we can explain that to you, whether you're a company, a consumer, or if you're just watching these videos for fun, if we can explain that, I think it's important to know that like you can be yourself. We can be us. We can make choices solely that are for the best interest of our company. Because when we do that, we can be more effective and we can flourish interacting with others yeah there's an example of this this week where we were accused of not being good communicators when in fact i specifically did not want to communicate because i needed to see that reaction you can't ask someone how they're going to ask un act under pressure you can't ask them how they're going to react under you know, stress and, and everything else because mm -hmm. they, they don't know how they're going to respond. Mm -hmm. But you can witness how mm -hmm. someone's going to respond when you purposely don't communicate. And what we found in that case was everything we needed to know about that customer came to light, right. that they were absolutely not going to be a fit for us. Right. And when we stay involved and we understand that and we witness that in people... That's empowering. Now, I know I feel bad because you could look at it, say, bad business decisions, not communicating. You can look at all of that. But to me, that's priceless well, because that put us in a position to not have to worry about someone who we would have found this out about them later. Right. You, right. You can't ask somebody on the front side, like you said, how will you act if this happens? Mm -hmm. And we were accused of being poor communicators. However... Very However, just though. because we decided not to play in your sandbox and let you dictate all the terms of our relationship. And when we're commu going to communicate. Doesn't make us wrong. And we are no. talking the span of... Three or four days. No, two, two, three, 24 two or to 48 hours. Right. Where, right. so, okay, we have... I have to find something out on our end. We'll get back to you when I have that answer. But I did not put a time parameter on it. And it's not like it's weeks. It was a matter of like a days, day mm -hmm. and if somebody left to their own thoughts can go from, 
optimistic and happy and chill and happy to, to anxious like, and super anxious and super concerned to the point where it becomes uncomfortable like that's that's not on us i'm sorry you have to own your own shit that's on you so um so yeah that's an example of we try to really explain how we are and like i think in this we, case we, too we also sometimes have to prove it and that's a case where we, we had, had to, to prove, prove it. it well by not doing the expected to see under yeah. duress or stress how that person's going to react. Because guess what? We get into a three-month project with someone, yeah. there's going to be moments that are going to be anxious. And if they responded this way now, yeah. I would never want to know how they were going to respond once we're committed to them and under contract with them and expecting a certain thing from us and from them. Well, and we, so we saw some of the signals on the front side. Early on. Mm -hmm. And hindsight's always twenty twenty because we can look at the different ways questions came in and how things were phrased. And, you know, we can really build kind of a, a case history of how But we have to worked. have a little lenience because communication styles and personalities, and we realize we have to work with that a little bit. So you have to, you can't, hyper yeah. be too hyper critical or vigilant on the front side but yeah. you have to be aware so, we were very aware but we we're allowing to see how this was going to play out right because it could have very well flipped the other side and it would have been a perfect relationship so mm -hmm. right so this yeah it was it was a bit purposeful and we mm -hmm. found out what we needed to know in a normal environment where we didn't have some of the uh, world challenges that we have going on now with supply chains and things, um, this customer wouldn't have benefit, but especially now with the significant 30 day, 60 day supply chain challenges on things, um, it just absolutely it wouldn't. It wasn't going to work no so matter what, right? That happened. And then something else happened when there was a customer that had inquired about a pool project and then had mentioned a timeline that they wanted met. So. They met the budget, um, they met somewhat in the scope of work. The timeline that they were hoping to have just wasn't a fit at all. And sometimes people say, well, it would be nice if we could have it by such and such a date or by this time next season, whatever the case may be. But sometimes it's a little more specific than that. Mm -hmm. And you know, that with the timing of communication, like the we're very busy we're busier than we've been in years just with supply demand orchestrating things um, supply chain nuances and all that kind of stuff so if we determine that like we don't think we're a really good match for you and we tell people that or it becomes very obvious that that is the case the other thing that happens is sometimes people get really angry and they get angry because they feel rejected. rejected. Mm -hmm. They could feel let down. They could feel whatever they're feeling. And like, I'm sad. I'm sad that we can't say yes to everybody, although I know better and I know that we don't really want to, but it kind of hurts when yeah. it's not a match and it's very clear that one or the other really wants it to be. And then, you know, people can become very, um, they become angry and then they try to express it. Like you're an awful um, company because you don't communicate. Uh, no, we just didn't tell you what you wanted to hear. Right. 
Although, I mean, okay, sure, we're, we're a bad company then. Or in the other case, well, I need it done by June of next year. Well, I, I highly doubt that anybody could get their project done by June of next year, um, let alone start by June of next year. But okay, we're whatever the case, send me to somebody who does want to take my money. Well, like right now, I'm sorry, we're in Michigan. I, I don't even know if you'll find anybody that would take your money because we're just in that, in that circumstance right mm -hmm. now. So, you know, something I've learned, and I suppose that's why I'd like to share this is because I know a lot of people that we've um, coached over the years and interacted with have wanted to grow and they're kind of always in, um, introspective when we explain the way that we do things and sometimes oh I wish I could get to the point where I felt comfortable doing that so I want to share this to say that sometimes you you really become clear on who you are and what works really well for you then you go to express that and sometimes on the receiving end of that no matter how well crafted of a sentence you try it's to come up with it's still gonna come up flat um, people yeah. could still become very well angry. well people are very ego driven and when someone rejects them, the ego flares up, understandably. I mean, it's, it's human nature to some extent. And as soon as you deflate that or you take it away, it, it creates this want, need, and desire. Kind of like mm -hmm. raising kids when you, you know that when you tell them they, they can't do something, all they want to do is to do something. But if you tell them do whatever you want, they no longer want to do those nefarious and crazy things. Right. Well, it's kind of the same thing here is that when you take it away, and sometimes I'm telling you, you just have to take it away. Now, sometimes you could just say no, take it away. Sometimes you have to play the game in a sense and let them self-select out because... You mean by you simply already saying, know the answer, but you, you know the answer, but you have to, to lead them to that answer. The answer otherwise, otherwise, it's a personal affront when you just look at them and go, clearly, you don't match me. And all of a sudden, there's this elitist versus less than, you know, like, what do you mean I don't meet you? What do you mean I'm not? So sometimes we have to play a bit of an emotional game, a long game, to allow them to go, don't well, maybe that's a not a fit. Hey, well, I know, but it's, it's, it's like, the, it's a, yeah, it's, it's, it's some, and, and it is, it, it's very much not a methodical game uh, thought out ahead of time. But sometimes you have to let people come to their own understanding that it's not a fit. Right. They want it to be. Especially now with the, the high profile stuff that we have and the, the fact that they can go nowhere else, nowhere else in the world, really, and get what we're providing. Right. Well, the other thing that... that knowing that, that makes people want it all the more and then they have to figure out how to self-select themselves out of this dream that they put into their head this built up thing that they think is is going to be theirs and it's, with, it's within their grasp sometimes it just isn't we are also pretty clear about the budget levels on the website that it takes to get into a swimming pool and we discuss from the beginning to the extreme and I have a secret with and that. And for somebody that wants to work with us, like I know what it costs for us to build. I know what the material cost is. I know what the labor cost is. And at some point when you have a portfolio behind you 
and supply and demand is what it is, you are willing to work for a certain amount of money and you are not willing to work for another certain mm -hmm. amount of money. So we've tried to explain that very clearly, kind of what the threshold is on the website. And I'm, I'm sure if you've spent any time there, you've seen that. And I never want us to be in a position where we're building for someone who is stretching to the point where it makes them uncomfortable. The decision to... Well, I do. Hi, well, the decision... Uncomfortable the decision, is different than impossible. I was going to get into that. Go ahead well, and finish your statement and then I'm going to add something here. We, we in our market and in the projects that we build, um, the decision is not... Somebody should not be making a decision to either you know, get this pool in their backyard or, or yes. pay necessary life expenses for themselves. Like we are operating in a place beyond that, I guess mm -hmm. is what I'm saying. So like we're very clear on that and it takes what it takes to build. And sometimes if people don't meet that, any pool is awesome. And these are just the pools that we create. That's it's not a judgment on anybody. No. It just simply is a fact. It is what it is. And sometimes if people aren't willing to pay that or if they really want it but they are not in a place in their life where that's possible for them, sometimes people can also become sad and disappointed maybe in themselves and then that also i know has translated into well. um anger or mm -hmm. frustration or things like that so where were you going to go with that okay so there's two a, a couple different things first off when someone sets a budget and they share that budget i'll tell you right now my intention is to go way beyond that because that means they're comfortable right there and if they're comfortable right there, I don't want to do business with them. I need them to be slightly uncomfortable, that, they're, that they have to stretch their brain a little bit, that their desire is greater, that what I can tease them with and what I'm going to build for them is enough that they're willing to stretch for it. Because if we just work for people that just had the money, there's no intrinsic value uh, in, in that I had to stretch for this. Or I had to, and, and it doesn't mean financially stretch. Maybe they have a million dollars sitting in the bank and they say their budget is a hundred thousand. Yeah. But when they say it's a hundred thousand, they've planted a flag. But for me is that if I can't draw them 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80% above that budget, it means that they're not mentally willing to stretch that far. Now I don't do it just by adding numbers. I do it by being creative. Mm -hmm. And it's not like I go, Oh, I'm just going to charge more for this and charge more for that. That's not true. You can look consistently across what we've done. The numbers are the numbers. But what I know is that if I can stretch you, if I can stretch you beyond your normal comfort zone, the experience is going to be a lot better for all of us. Well, it's the difference. Because you're going to feel a different way. Ordinary and legendary. Yes. And it's the difference between having your life and experience and living it. Mm -hmm. And the that growth part for us and the growth part for the, the homeowner and the living in the land of possibility and the imagination, that comes from the mental exploration that you get to go through with us as much as the physical building of this pool. So let me tell you a story of a, of a, a client that I met this week. We're kind of, we get into life philosophy. I'm on a virtual, on a pool appointment, which 
based on our virtual PowerPoint from a few weeks ago, you caught maybe caught some of this, but I said that, that this is an experience we're going to have together. And the net result of this is that we're each going to grow as individual people, mm -hmm. the husband, wife, and daughter sitting there. I said, my intention for this is that we all grow as human beings. Not just I install a swimming pool and you go swimming, but we're going to grow as people. Well, to get people to grow as people, weird as it seems, you have to make them uncomfortable first. No one is ever going to step out of their comfort zone just for the flying fuck's sake of it. They just aren't. Yeah. But if you can tease them into being uncomfortable with where they're at, their eyes open up. So the budget statement is, is the kind of the first shot across the bow for me. When someone says, I have $150,000 to spend, which is, that's kind of the beginning threshold anyway today for what we do. Yeah. But when they say that, my assumption is that's where they're comfortable spending money, but they have more. And the reason I know that is because we as humans, we don't go, okay, the, every last penny I have is 150000 That's my budget. Yeah. Instead, yeah. they say, here's what I'm comfortably willing to give up of, of this life savings and earnings that I've, I've done to this point. And, and it's not whether I get their money or not. It's whether I can make them uncomfortable a little bit or not. Because at that point, if I could get them to be a little uncomfortable, I can get them to stretch their brain. And you know what? Sometimes they say, nope, all I got is $150,000. Great. Well, this cool $200,000 thing I can't build for you. Yeah. But, but it's to stretch them because once I can get them stretched mentally, I can stretch them emotionally. And I can stretch them in different ways because I know when I stretch them, I stretch me. Really, this all comes down to me, how I can trick myself into doing more, being more, having more, living more, feeling more, sharing more, growing more. All of those things, more, more, more is about me. But I live in this world that has you. And the only way that I can grow and change and be with me, if you're a part of me, is by having you grow and change as well. So I see that relationship with a customer the same way, is that we're going to have a ride together. Woo, doggy. You know, remember we saw the one guy that spoke about uh, when you're sitting at the pinnacle, at the pinnacle ready to slide down and it's that oh shit moment. I, that's what I need for people to go through is that moment yeah. of, oh shit, am I going to do this? And I just had the, the pool we're building on, that we're building right now, he made that statement to me. He said, he just said this this week, Nick, that he said, I was nervous and you got started and I was really nervous goes but then i got it you know and so he was like we're thrilled what you're doing it's amazing blah, blah, blah. but if i don't have you nervous on the front side i didn't do my job you, i need you to be uncomfortable so that in the uncomfortable you're growing and when you're yeah. growing it allows me to push your boundaries and, and push my boundaries where you find the magic. And, and that's the psychology and the magic of just paying attention to people if I just came in and said, yes, ma'am, yes, sir, yes, 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 whatever you want, it'll be, ordinary, it'll, just like it'll, be it'll be custom plastic like everything else that's out there. Yeah. But see, if, if I only play that game inside my head and I don't put you through it as a customer as well, then it doesn't serve because there's no excitement in it. Yeah. But if I can stretch you by getting you to think different thoughts as I'm getting myself to think different thoughts as I'm getting all the people involved thinking different thoughts, it would just be ordinary. Yeah. And you know, that's kind of the secret to our stuff and why it's not ordinary yeah. is 
we're pushing the envelope and stretching ourselves and then you as a result as well. Right. Well, and you then as the customer are not emotionally invested. If you can hire someone and you can boss them around and you get anything that you want anytime, put this there, put that there. I want that rock, I want that. Then it's finished and nobody... Why have the contractor there? Do it yourself. Like, nobody is invested. Nobody's left a piece of them. Nobody has input their certain mm -hmm. way into it mm -hmm. if it's just a transaction. So this is so far different so far. than a transaction. And I, that's another, I suppose, good way to explain it, which we mm -hmm. do sometimes. Are you looking for a nice pool? Do you want to have the all the decision-making power? Or are you looking to hire an artistic creative team to create this experience working with you? And that that becomes the part that every one of our customers that we choose now and they choose us that's the part they really have to get but they wouldn't have they wouldn't they, have understood that on the front side until they've been through it but that is what yeah. it is so remember this week i came back from a meeting and i said to you i screwed up a little bit and that i didn't really ask them do they want the full experience yeah because this is what we're talking about the the Nth degree detail. But they don't that, really know what that they, is. Exactly. Yet, they they don't know. They don't. They don't know what they don't know. But that that was the line of thinking that got me going farther in this. Is that they only know transactions that they've had. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's all we know is the experience we have, and we have this memory, this bank of memories of our experiences. But they don't really know what, it, what any one of those experiences could have been. Yeah. They know what they were based on their perception, but they don't know what any one of those could have been. Well, and so my job is to say, I'm going to give you a whole new memory bank of experiences, but I'm going to be sure that I add all kinds of stuff that you never imagined were going to be possible. Okay. And I don't mean physical stuff. I mean mental stuff. So I'm trying to figure out another way to explain that. And I was settling on ice cream. So, you know, here I invented this new flavor of ice cream. Do you want to try it? That's one way of looking at it. But then if you walked up to set and said to somebody, so do you want to invent a new flavor of ice cream? Most people would say, well, not really. I like chocolate or whatever it is. And mm -hmm. they'll default to what they know until you kind of tease them along the way and show them how much fun other people have had, like exploring this flavor of ice cream to the point where someone's like, oh, I can't believe that I ever lived in a world where I hadn't develop my own flavor of ice cream so it's kind of like we're we're kind of introducing you to the concept of creating your own ice cream flavor that you didn't even know that you really really wanted to create because you didn't even know what that looked like you just I wanted to choose like chocolate or vanilla because like those are great and they make you feel good maybe? think think about that an ice cream shop you go in and you look at oh what flavors do you have yeah. And now we're all in and a then, box. Then you, pick you have one. this one, this one, this one, this one, and this one, and that's it. And sometimes and you if pick you one. get creative, and you sometimes, pick two. Yeah, and like, sometimes you don't really feel like vanilla, but like you don't really like the look of their chocolate. And and you really like chocolate, but theirs doesn't look good. Or you have all yeah. these emotional games you play yeah. as opposed to walking in and they say, what flavor could we create for you today? Yeah. What would your wildest dream be? And you go, well, I love butter pecan. What if we mix that with chocolate something something and we put a little bit of something something in there and we mix it, you know, and, and yeah. you go, oh, that's going to be terrible because it's too many things, but that's what you want. Yeah. And so when you, when you play that game a little bit and you get people just to think, I'm not asking people 
to fundamentally change who they are. I'm just hoping that they fundamentally change. I have no guide as to, okay, I want to get them from here or scheduling. If we do this, we're going to get this from them. If we get this, not at all. I just know we're all here. And when we get there, who are we? Yeah. I want to be the different person than when I started here. And I hope in my hopes of hopes that the process that I take you through, that you're no longer the same person here as you are when you get over there. Right. So, and, and there's, there's no agenda. It's not like we're going, okay, how can we, how can we create this cult following so that from when they get from here to they get to over here, now they're a cult member and they're whatever. That's not what I mean. I just mean, how can we be better human beings when we start at point A and we get to point B? And how can we do something to disrupt the normal part of life, the normalcy of what everything is, the, the plastic custom world we live in where everything is called custom, but it's off the shelf, generic. You just put it together in a different way. How could we break that mold and just be different? Yeah. Well, because we don't have to do this. We don't have no. to build pools. You don't have to buy pools. Like, and we could all be just fine. Never having discovered a world where ice cream comes in so many different flavors that you could just pull out of your imagination and have them surprise and delight you. Yeah. It's true. That's, that's really... It's fundamentally profound. That's when you kind of dig really into that, it's, it's pretty interesting yeah. what and where each of us can go if we would just allow ourselves the momentary satisfaction of discovering something new. Most people, and I say most because like the world in general, are just not interested in finding something new. Guess what? If you're in the pool, if we're talking pools, there's a hundred different companies that'll give you normal. They'll give you the normal yes ma'am, yes sir, whatever you like, just tell me how you want me to build it and then you're gonna judge me based on how you expected me to build it and yeah. all of those things instead we disrupt that and say, how can we discover what it could be? How could we let the earth talk to us? How could we feel a different way? How could we live a different way? How could we experience this in a whole new rich and different environment? And when you come from that perspective, it's just very different. All right, so let's change gears. Okay. I swam in the lazy river yesterday. You did. It was... It was... What was it? It was... Okay, so this was just a pool well, that happens to have yeah. a different part to the pool. So we've been working on the Lazy River pool for over, for over a year. And there are many different lenses that I see this project through. So I get photos from the team every day that we're there. So I see what we're doing. I have some of the logistic on the, on the backside of... Like, what do we need and how is it going to get here and how All does it impact this? All the special order this? things. And, and then some of the discussion on how is it going to look and what selection should we be choosing. And then when I get there, I'm like, wow, this is amazing. And then I'm like, oh, look at it. There's screws on the ground and there's dirt and we have to clean it. And I was vacuuming the pool yesterday. The first person that got to vacuum the pool after having filled it and we're treating it for some iron in the well water. And... Like that was, it was just cool because it's like, I love the point where it goes from the bomb goes off in the backyard to it, it looks like 
things that we want to see and it's taking on, you know, this experience and environment and just vacuuming the environment in this pool is awesome. And then there's the lazy river, which I just wanted to go through there, the cave in the water, because I've been through there without water. And that's just very, very different than with water. So I was able to do that and it's staggering. The scope of that project and standing in the pool and especially in the cave, in the lazy river, under this building that's over it, it's, mon it's monumentally staggering that we, we people built that. You know, I was very, very proud of our team for having done that. I was proud of the customer for having chosen us and like let us go to build this because they they didn't orchestrate the moving None. of every boulder mm -hmm. and the moving of it like they of nothing they couldn't have looked anywhere in the world and pointed and said I want that and had that translate into this living breathing three-dimensional experience in their yard you can't do that so I'm, although, I'm a bit, although you remember their I'm a first... bit in awe because I don't even know how that happens. And I know how it happens because we do it, but I'm still in awe because I don't really know how that happens. Two things. So you remember the original pictures they found on the internet that they sent to us with the lazy river around a pool. I wonder if you remember what those were. I could look it's them up. It's staggeringly different than what we actually built. And yeah. they would have been thrilled with that. But secondly, I want to make a point, and I've never said this out loud, and I don't think I ever told you this, but you said yesterday when you were there, one of the most favorite things that you think are on the project is the boat mounted to the wall. Yeah. When at one point, the customer had said to me, hey, I'm not sure about that. You know, we're not sure if we like that or not. And I said... Let's just leave it there for a while. Really? So then when you said your favorite thing was the thing that they questioned on my placement and me putting there, and then I didn't bend to it. I just said, well, let's leave it there for a while. And then we built a railing that goes right into it, and we just left it, and it's gone away. Because I was not going to remove that, because I agree with how cool it is. How often do you mount a boat on the side of a building? Yeah. Paint it all in cool colors and everything else. Wow. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, I did Didn't very know. specifically You very specifically that, pointed I, it out to me. I did not know. I that. almost said it out loud to you when he was there to say, hey, remember that comment you made to me? And mm -hmm. she just mentioned this was her favorite, but I thought, nah, it's okay. It wow. is what it is. Yeah. It, very cool, though. Well, yeah, you, it, it, again. It's stunning. Well, what happens. I mean, I love the otters and I love the grotto and I love the water. But like looking at that, like that is so unique and so fun and delightful. Yeah, I love mm -hmm. that. Well, and that's the thing that goes to individual pieces of art versus composition of art. And that I know at the time, because like that's a big change. You mount a boat down the side of a wall and that's all they can see because they don't see all of this stuff that's happening and all of this craziness and how it's coming together. So all they can focus on is this like one weird color thing in the world of the rest of the colors. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I understood that enough to go, I'm not changing that because I love the way that turned out. And I, I, I want it to be there. 
if we leave and they want to take it down, they can. Although we've made it pretty difficult for them to do now. <laughs> but they could. And, but they could. And, and any of that stuff, whatever we've put up, they could take down if they want. Right. Although, I don't know if you heard her yesterday say that somebody pulled up in the driveway and asked if it was like, how much it was, they would charge or how much is tickets and yeah, stuff. because they thought it was a commercial an adventure park, adventure park of some mm -hmm. type. Yeah. That's, I thought that was really kind of fun, too. Yeah. Yeah, so that one... Like, as long as we've been working on it, and that's the other thing, too, where if people have time parameters, we do need the time to match the budget for building of something that we do. Yet, every time any member of our team gets in the car and fuels it up and brings out supplies, like, that is, that's an expense that goes toward the building of this. And it's not an infinite amount of money. There's a finite number that is attached to that. Yet, we've been on it so long and we're so close to all the details being finished and I think we're equally, like, as far away, somewhat mentally, you know, like, the million pounds of concrete, that's in their yard. The liner's in, the surfaces are in, you know, that's all there. But then there's just, there's the, it's here and acceptable and then there's, it's here. Don't you ever say acceptable. It's never acceptable well, until I know. it's exceptional. So, so like, I know that's where so you're going, here, but you can never say and, it. Yeah, and it's acceptable because it's it's working, functioning, but that's not when it's finished, no. you know? When we, we get to that, that's the permission to play level of we expect it's going to work. And we and it's passed be that awesome, a long time ago. And it's yes. going to be all that. And then you're almost going to be left speechless and you're going to feel certain things when you're there, not just see them. Like it, it yeah, when someone says it. it's fine, fine to me is subpar. It's not fine. It's not acceptable. Fine is better than acceptable. And to me, fine is still not acceptable. It has to be beyond that. And when someone says, well, that's fine. That's just like the kiss of death. Like, <gasps> what did I screw up? How did I go wrong? And to them, it's it's an acceptable place and it's good, but the goal is to always stay above that, mm -hmm. is to get not just incrementally above it, but get get substantially enough so there's this distance between fine and what we did. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is pretty freaking cool, isn't it? It's monumental. Mm -hmm. It really is. And we get into the day-to-day -day of things, and I, I think our team gets into the day-to-day -day of things. And I think other people coming to the project and seeing it, I don't know that they get a glimpse of it, the monumentalness of it. Maybe they do, but I think somebody coming, like there is so much to absorb all at one time that it almost puts you just in this different state of you're kind of there and you're witnessing it and it's, it's making you feel things and think things and see things. Uh, yeah, but it would take a really, really long time. I, I saw a post that the homeowner had written the other day, and you, you'd like that post, with a bunch of the different pictures. Yeah. And so I thought, I'm going to read through the comments. There were like 34 comments. And I thought, I'm going to read through because it's interesting from like the yeah. other world perspective. And someone said, my favorite part are the boats. 
And I thought, how interesting, because I had just literally dreamed up this idea because we'd acquired a couple rowboats, not mm -hmm. knowing what we're going to do with them. And I remember drawing on paper, and I'm sure I have the drawing mm -hmm. somewhere, where I drew the boats vertically, and I said, what if mm -hmm. we did this as kind of a fence and a barrier? Yeah. And, like, that was, that was, like, my stroke of brilliance in that. And was I, that, I feel like the homeowner maybe, like, wasn't oh, they so weren't, sure. Oh, they weren't so sure. I, and, and I'm not sure sure that they're even sure of it now but it works now but it works now and it's really cool and they could like i said when we move out they could tear them all out and just put up a regular fence there but they won't the only way though that you get something that no one else in the world has and that you couldn't have ever dreamed possible is by allowing things like that to develop that give you like you having never seen a boat wall like this you would not just go like you know, I Let's think we should just do wall. this boat wall with vertical boats. Like, you can't choose it from a catalog. No. So, yeah. you have That's to allow. That's not a custom plastic thing and you they, just choose. They, they allowed. They've embraced it. They, yeah. yep, they whether have. or not they're totally comfortable with it, mm -hmm. just as any of our legendary homeowners that work with us, you've got to become comfortable being uncomfortable because mm -hmm. that's bound to happen and through that discomfort you grow and change and you find out who you then are you find you, out mm -hmm. it's the most unbelievable thing that you never would have imagined and yet it is so perfect and everybody tends to love it yeah but you couldn't have predicted that or because know it's that larger or understood than life. it it's larger than life i think people also don't know that they can choose larger than that life things yeah you know how many houses do we go in and the walls are white and there's like one picture hanging on the wall in this entire house. Like, you can choose that. I don't know that people know that you can choose. You can paint the ceiling a wacky color. Mm -hmm. You can fill every square inch of a wall. Like, I don't know that people know that that's an option. I think that they, in general, play to the average. And the average is keep it simple, do minimal, let people dream up their own thing, like in selling a home, mm -hmm. keep the walls beige or white, you know, keep minimal everything. And yet what well, we've come to learn, I, I jokingly say this when I invite people here, is that we live like we build. Mm -hmm. And and if you don't like that style of building, which is okay, don't choose then us. We're not, yeah. not going to choose you anyway. You. But if you, if you can see the possibility of pushing the boundaries of your mental capacity then we're probably a company for you mm -hmm. because we're going to push our own boundaries and in turn we're going to push your boundaries and like just our office and our space is that it's surrounded by color and texture and excitement and to the point where your brain sometimes wants to go nuts if you let it and you but really, it's stimulating you should sit in a different seat every, every time single you time here because mm -hmm. you notice different things so mm -hmm. yeah choosing us to build your pool like why do people like going to disney world because it immerses you in something so far outside of your ordinary that you feel different you feel magical you feel childlike ch you yeah feel... you feel all those things why do people go to a musical performance because you want to feel or have a certain experience. Why would you um, go to an art show or a museum or a, let's see, music, art, dance? Why would you go to a theater production or a play? Because you want to be transported from For your ordinary 
life to another realm of existence where it's different. Mm -hmm. So this is really no different than when we talked many, many years ago, ago about being within the speaking circuit. And remember how I used yeah. to try to describe it and I didn't have the right words for it, but mm -hmm. my job was to pick someone up out of their seat mm -hmm. and take them on a journey, yeah. a mental, emotional journey, and then at the end of the experience, set them gently back down in their chair. Mm -hmm. This is the same thing. Yeah. It's just expanded from words to actions. From words like that, which is words. How yeah. can I use my words to... To and titillate you into a journey time. around whatever and then come back. Now it's not just taking my words, but taking the experience and taking you on this journey that we can kind of go through the ups and downs and the ebbs and flow of life together to create an outcome that we can all be happy with. Yeah. Because again, this is about you, not me, but it's my expression of you from my perspective when I'm building. So as much as it's it's going to be about you, it's not you doing it. It's me doing it. It's me doing my perception of what I think you are and what you want, and then I'm building that. So that get, kind of gets deep into the levels of whatever, but, but really, I wouldn't do it just so that it represented you. Yeah. I do it because it represents me, my interpretation of you. And everybody on our team that has their hands in any part of it, they're doing the same thing. They they're are. doing it not to give you simply something that you want, but they're doing it to give themselves something in the experience of the creation of giving of it something to you. That mm -hmm. in turn gives it to you. Mm -hmm. And that's where this whole, this whole metamorphosis, this whole doing business in a different way and, and understanding who our client really needs to be and are they willing to take that journey with us. That's why it's hypercritical for us. Are they willing to us. let go? Yes of their expectation and, it, and take from it. where we started with this that's where it's hypercritical that we understand who they are at least at that moment so that can we even play in the same plan the same sandbox together or not yeah and sometimes it's just not going to work and it's not a right or wrong thing right. it's not a i don't love you any less thing it's just that it's just not going to work right. and sometimes we have to accept it's just not going to work right because when we do, it leaves us open mm -hmm. to be able to choose the places where it's really going to work. Really, mm -hmm. really does work for everybody mm -hmm. involved. It's probably a good note to end on. This has been like a really fun conversation, and I just thinking about that take you, transport you out of your seat, set you back down, um, and then maybe we come to your graduation parties at the pool that we built for years, and then we get some delicious interviews with some of our favorite people that I haven't even listened to in their entirety yet. And I am just so excited and looking forward to that now because so I, I believe magic will be coming up. I have this. a question for you. Okay. Because you brought up the Lazy River today mm -hmm. and you were involved from the beginning in all the nuances of all of that. What happened to you when you took a trip down that river? It transported you it somewhere. It did. I it took you out of your seat, seat and sent you on a journey, yeah. which then you were giggly and funny and laughing about yeah. before it plopped you back into your seat. Absolutely. Uh, uh, mission accomplished. Uh, yep. Yeah. And thinking about even just like I can close my eyes and I can picture being in there and kind of looking up and trying to take it in while also thinking, I wonder what we should do there. And then just going, there's so much possibility in here. Yeah. 
and yet like it's so awesome just like this and there's so much more of us yeah that very much happened to me mm -hmm. so i highly recommend anybody else that needs a ride on the lazy river we will you have to ride. do a lazy river experience we are doing a once upon a time experience coming up at the once upon a time official launch party if you are in our sphere or really need to be in our sphere and you need to know more about that you should reach out because that is also like a for some people a once in a lifetime for some people it's like a once every day when they walk out their back door so i the fun thing is this Pretty is your cool. life you get to choose your own adventure That's right. and then if you want to be in that lazy river awe inspiring experience um yeah let Stay us know touch. if we should let you know about that one too all right, well, I think that's pretty legendary discussion.